another great weekend, did you think? Yeah, another coaches. College yeah. Football? Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, another great week. Uh, we've got a couple big games coming up again uh, this Saturday. And, uh, you know, college football is kind, of, it's kind of taking shape a little bit. You know, uh, I, I think the top five, six teams are kind of separating themselves. And uh, we're getting down to, you know, the last four or five weeks. I mean, it's almost November. It'll be Halloween night when we sit down next week, you know, to do our uh, last podcast of October. And then, you know, November, it starts to get, pretty, it starts to get interesting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, it, it is. It's. It's. This is when you start seeing it. You start seeing the separation. You know. You start like. You know. Like two, three weeks ago, you have a lot of undefeated teams. Now you you, you cut them down. You know, Syracuse lost. UCLA lost. You know. So you're seeing like Ole Miss law. Ole Miss. Ole Miss lost. Yeah. I I I bet that. I I had a feeling LSU would beat them. That was a pick them. And I was like LSU at home. Ole Miss has played nobody. I was like they're gonna win. But uh. But yeah, you're starting to see people separate. And and I, I think that happens every year. And then and then uh, Texas, uh, everybody, everybody thinks Texas is good and they stink. You know, it's, it's a normal college football year, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. So, guys, um, so on this episode of the College Football Index, we have Brent Taylor. He's coming on from Roll Bama Roll. Um, he's going to come on and he's going to talk to us about uh, Alabama. Um Got to win. Alabama got to win, though, right? You know, got to win uh, against Mississippi State. I don't know how impressive it is. Uh, was it really, wasn't really close. I mean, they were kind of – Mississippi State's offense, I mean, we can get in it when we go over the game. But, yeah, it was kind of over midway through the second quarter. I think Saban just, like – like, he, you know, Leach runs that air raid, true air raid, air raid where they throw it 50 times a game. Like, that, that like, plays into Saban's hands. I mean – and Saban's really good against the air raid type of, of offense. So, and their quarterback's not very good. No, Mississippi State. He's just okay. Yeah. So we got we got a Brent Taylor coming on, and then um, on the podcast from Roll Bama Roll, and then my top ten. And, and hey, and I threw in there. We're gonna each. Uh, we're like halfway through, a little more than halfway through. We're gonna each pick our pick our playoff teams as of right now. So we'll see. Let's get into the games. Uh, first one, Clemson. You and, I, sure. you and I, man, we, we were a little kiss of death. That you know, was uh, both said, Oh, they're gonna roll, and then they're down big. And Dabo uh, benches DJ after he threw an awful, awful pick. And then Kate Clemson came in, and he didn't really do much. It was more of the running 18 game. yards, he threw 18 yeah, yards. It was he like, didn't do he much at all. Passes, it, and... it was a run game, and the defense played well, and they ended up winning 27 21. Yeah, that that was kind of a it was kind of a weird game. You know, Syracuse took that big lead, and then their offense. You know, they had a defensive touchdown, but their offense couldn't get going. I mean, they really weren't ever close. It's not like they had the ball inside the twenty and missed a field goal. I mean, it was like Clemson just kind of turned it on. Like, holy shit, our our season's on the line here. And okay. uh, yeah, you know, I love scenarios, so I'm gonna give you this scenario. Let's say Clemson loses the game. Let's say Clemson's 12 and 1 ACC champ. Okay. And they're up for the last spot. Let's say it's 12 and 1 Clemson ACC champ versus 12 and 1 USC Pac 12 champ with a one point loss to who you take? I'd probably, I'd probably, right now, I'd probably take USC. Um, Clemson's just, they better get some things figured out on offense. I don't know if they're going to lose the rest of the season. I know you're saying hypothetically they, they could lose. Um, you know, who, what, what's Dabo going to – is he going to go back to DJ? He said I he's mean, going back to DJ. He said DJ is their starter. And, like, 
Like I got. That's probably the right move, Coach. That's probably the right move, right? But like, yeah, and, and like, but I, I think I, I'm not the biggest Dabble fan. I think he's a great coach, but I think he's a little bit of an annoying coach. But the thing I got to give Dabble credit is, I was reading the comments after the game. Those guys are were like all they. I mean, they coached the media. I mean, they were ultimate team guys, and just you could tell they were, they weren't faking it. It was like. It's like Clubnik's like, this is DJ's team. DJ's like, I was bad. He made the right decision. So it's like, you know, that's one thing about Dabble. His teams always play hard, and he always, like, seems to pull the right uh, figures. But if you look at, you know, statistically, on offense, you know, even though DJ's play better, they're, they're still only 70 – they're 71st in, in college football in yards per game. That's just not great. Mm. And then defensively, they're 69th, so they're like – a middle of the road type of team, but they keep winning, you know? So I think they're, they're a solid team, but I don't know if that, 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 that level of when they had Watson and they had Lawrence and stuff and they, they had those quarterbacks. So they had some dudes outside and they, you know, and they had uh, ETN, even though Shipley, I think is good, but ETN was a special. It's like, like, they don't know if they got quite the skill as they did. Obviously I don't, you know, they don't have a Lawrence or Watson, but especially a receiver too and running back. I don't know if they had the skill that they did before. You know what that those stats tell me is that they're probably just better than the, the opposition. They probably just have better players, but they're beatable. Right. I mean, that's that's one hundred percent. They're beatable any game that they play from here on out, and that includes Notre Dame. Yeah, if you look that, at that games, was a joke. Uh, Notre Dame has no shot. Oh, well, they got to go to Notre Dame. I mean, Ooh. Notre Dame gets up for these games. They got up for Ohio State. They got up for BYU. They just. It, if it was Clemson State, they probably lose to them. But but it, 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 it you know so at Notre Dame versus Louisville. Oh my God! If they get through Notre Dame, they're gonna win. They they're unstoppable at home. Their last three games are Louisville at home, stinks. Miami at home stinks. Now versus South Carolina, they're all right, but they're not world beaters. So yeah, if they get through Notre Dame, I think they're going undefeated. Hey, Miami's not back, by the way. I mean, it's not back. No, they still they're, they're bad. They had like eight turnovers. <laughs> eight turnovers. They are. Oh they play. They play a lot of bad football. They do. So, so good win. I mean, I, I'm pretty impressed with Syracuse, though. You know, I know they're not going to probably make. They're not going to make the playoff, but they had a good. They've had it. Dino's done a nice job there, and they've turned it around. Congrats to that. I saw. I, I I see we're picking that game. Syracuse, you know, and ND, Notre Dame. I threw that on there for you, big dog. And I, I saw that. Uh, Syracuse's favorite. They're three yeah. point favorites. That's, yeah. whew, you know, you know, Notre Dame's having a down year. You know, they go into Syracuse and they're three, three point dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next game, Oregon. Can I call them your Oregon Ducks? I've been. <laughs> You've been all over. I was loving that game. I watched that game. From Oregon 45, UCLA 30. It, it, wasn't, even was that close. it wasn't even that close. Yeah, but like the, the crazy thing is, like, I don't know if Oregon can make the playoff, though, because that first loss is oh, so bad done. against they're, Georgia. They're done. They're done. They, yeah, they, they can't make the playoff. You know, maybe they can. I think they're probably best bet is what uh, Rose Bowl. Yeah. Rose Bowl? I mean, but like, what about Bo next? You got to give him a shout out. He's playing so much better. And like yeah. they run the ball well, and he he's playing a lot better. Is it better because it's Pac-12 defense, or is it is it better? You know, is it better coaching? I think it's more the defense, the Pac-12 defenses. Um, they're not impressive. 
you know, 22 of 28, 283, five touchdowns. You got to give the guys. No, I give it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you know, if he would have, if he would have showed at least a little something against Bama, you know, he could be in that Heisman contention. They got some big wins after the, after the Georgia game. Yeah. See, I I wonder if, um, what if, you know, Mario sitting there like, Oh God, I love that team because like, you know, Dan Lanning walked into a gold mine. You know, and, and Oregon is they're, they're Mario recruited very well there, and they got some good talent. Their old line's good, and I know week one against Georgia, I get that's always going to hold up against them, and they weren't even in the game, but you know, it's still an impressive turnaround for them. You know, to to, to you know go go and win a bunch of games now, and and I've been very impressed with them. You're you're right about Oregon, and um, and know, I was also right about UCLA, Fugazi. Not for well, it's, real. It's one game. You know, th- yeah, they're probably like a nine and three team. They got Stanford this week, Arizona State, Arizona, USC. They, you know, they could probably win the next. I mean, they're going to go 10 and two. There's nothing wrong with 10 and two. Chipper's turning them around, man. Oh, what's that? 10 and two, nine and three. That's a good year. Yeah, I think nine and three. I, I, I wouldn't be 10 and two, nine more. and three. That's a good year. Somebody, I think somebody else gets them. You know, you lose that first game, you know, then now you're talking about you're probably not going to. You know, you drop back a little bit. You know, he won't have the the, the players' attention like he like he did when they were undefeated. Uh, nine and three. That I agree. That's a great season for UCLA. Before they, when do they come to the Big Ten? When is that going to be? Two years. Two years. All right. So so oh, by the way, in that front, good good glad you brought it up. They just announced today where it got leaked out in twenty three. So next year they're going to keep the divisions: Big Ten East, Big Ten West. Terrible talk decision. Of- yeah, I know, but whatever. They're gonna do it one more year. In the 2024, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna reconfigure it. So they got one more year of the current Big Ten, and then they're gonna refigure it in 2024. Um, it's 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 ridiculous. They're gonna it's have to go so, four fourteen pods. Four fourteen. That's the only side. way to do it. Well, yeah, the yeah. big. I mean, the Big Ten West has never won a, a Big Ten championship game. So yeah, and, and, and like, I mean, look at Minnesota goes. I mean, I think Penn State's Penn State's not a bad team, but and they just go throttle Minnesota. So oh, the Minnesota team that you're high on after week three or four that you thought, oh, they could be a sleeper. I thought they could be a sleeper team. Hey, man, I don't know. We're not perfect here. <laughs> I just pick who I think. So, yeah. okay. All right, next one. Your Oklahoma State team. Hey, do you notice all, all of my teams are the ones that are winning here? Uh, how, how's doing? Better, believe after they fire the coach. <laughs> okay. All right. You got a couple. All right. Oklahoma State 41, Texas 34. You know, I watched that entire game. Um, and I was I had it on um I was watching the LSU game too, but you know, that's a great win for I think that's a really good win for them. Yours looked off, man. He was horrible, Clark. Bad. He, he I, I, and he I'm on the wagon, but he, he looked bad. He overthrew, I would say. 15 passes that should have been completed. If he, I mean, it was bad. He had guys wide open. Oklahoma State, I don't know how good that defense is. I know I keep picking them every week and they keep covering, but I, after watching that game, I'm not sure, you know, how many more times they're going to, I'm not going to say luck was on their side, but it's not like Oklahoma State was getting pressure on them either. It was just overthrow, overthrow. Um, even towards the end, they still had a chance to, to come back and, and uh and tie and tie the game up and they just I I I am so over the Texas bandwagon. It's like hey, hey, Texas, Texas, Texas. 
wake me up when you win 10 games, 11 games. I mean, like it's like the same thing every year. They just, you know, I was like, oh, they get a win or two. Oh, yeah, everybody hypes them up. And they're the same old Texas. Like, I don't know about Sark. Is Sark a good coach? I don't know. I, we, know 10 and 10 at Texas. He had a lot of – yeah, he's had a lot of good opportunities, first with Washington you and then USC. We all know what happened there. He goes to Bama, kind of rectifies himself. And now he's at Texas at 10 and 10. I mean, they have to stick with him. I mean, they they went through coaches like no they other. Well, like, they're, like, I, they're like Tennessee. They're like ten. They're like they're like Tennessee of the South. But the thing it is with 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 Texas is um, like I guess with Herman, it was a lot of like he pissed off a lot of boosters and stuff because a lot of immature stuff. Where, where like Sark is more behind the scenes grinding, but it doesn't matter. Like he's got at Kansas State first TCU at Kansas versus Baylor. I mean. I, mean, I don't know. At Kansas State is not a gimme. Versus TCU, that's a tough game. And then at Kansas and Baylor, probably winnable games. But you don't know. I mean, they could still go one and three, get six and six wins. Uh, what's going to save his butt is uh, Arch Manning and that recruiting class. That's going to save his butt. Do you think it. Texas regrets firing Matt Brown? Like, truly. Like, they thought, they think. Wow. I don't because it got weird at the end because it, Mac Brown kind of fell off. What I was told was he kind of like got with his recruiting and he wasn't recruiting as well. And he kind of got like, like a little lazy resting on his laurels. He would go to junior day and he would just take the first guys that he saw and he wasn't really grinding on the recruiting trail. Um, I think here's my theory. Look at his last three years of Texas background five and seven, eight and five, nine and four, eight, eight and five. That, that's better than what they've been. That's the crazy. Tom Harmon was not bad. Like that's the thing about like everybody's so mad about Herman. Herman was better than Sark. I mean, look at Herman. Herman was 7-6, 10-4, 8-5, He only played 10 games. So, like, that was about the same. You know, I, I, I think that uh, – I here's my theory. You want to know why I think the Texas – I think it's the infrastructure. If you look at Oklahoma down the road, they've had the same president, same AD for, like, 20 years. They're consistent. They don't panic. Texas has been – They've had four ADs in 10 years. They've had presidents. Everybody's got their hands in the pot there. The boosters, everybody's like got their hands. Too many cooks. Too many many cooks in the kit. I think that's Texas' problem. And because of that, I think it's like Auburn. Auburn's the same thing. They got too many cooks in the kitchen. And and, then like they they can go here, they're there, they're there. It's just, it's too much. And like down the road, Oklahoma, because, you know, I know they're struggling this year, but last 20 years, who's been the most consistent program? Joe Castillo, this. Oklahoma's had the same AD for 20 years. One of the best in college football. He doesn't panic. He goes gets Venables. We'll see if it works. But, like, Stoops, okay, Lincoln Riley, let's roll. Like, it's just – do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, I think the infrastructure of Texas is broken. We'll see if Sark can change that. You know, getting Arch Manning, and then Arch Manning helped get a lot of recruits. Their class is loaded. Yeah. So They're not getting rid of him. They're giving – he's got two more years unless – Oh, yeah, like, he's got to get – here's the thing. He's five and three. Get the eight and four, you know, get the eight and four, seven and five, go win a bowl game, and everybody would be happy. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Ohio State, 54, <laughs> Iowa, 10. Go ahead. You going to rip on me or something? Go ahead. No. I mean, you know, halfway through. It's the, the least, game. least impressive 54 10 win I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> All right. Iowa is the worst offensive team, maybe in Big Ten history. 
and that's saying a lot. Yeah, I mean, we, there's been there's been some bad Big Ten teams, and that they might take they might take the the championship on that one. They are bad, bad, bad. I I, I cannot believe that that Kirk is going to stay with with his son as offensive coordinator. You got to switch something up. They brought that backup quarterback in, and he was just as bad. Oh, it's awful. Awful. And I will say Ohio State struggled the first half. You know, CJ did not look like himself, but they came out, and uh, they kind of looked like the Ohio State that we've seen all season. But it does scare me, you know, the two decent teams they played this season in Iowa and uh, in Notre Dame, they've struggled that first half. You're right. I, I think it, it, it comes down to uh, with Ohio State, their their defenses. I know you could say Iowa, but their defense is really good, and I think we've seen that enough. But you know, Ohio State mm-hmm. or Ohio you, State, you go, you, coach, coach, you go out beat Penn State by 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 thirty, and I'll start buying in. So. I, 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 I win to win at Penn State. That's a tough place to go. I'm not gonna. I I seen Ohio State go and struggle against Penn State. Anyways, I'll say this: the thing about Ohio State. I've noticed a trend starting last year. When they play a good defense, they get bogged down in the red zone. And I think it's day gets a little predictable. And, and I know I'm nitpicking because Day's a hell of a coach. He gets a little predictable. CJ refuses to run, and they, they, they don't get the push on the run. And that's the same thing that happened. Now, uh, I was reading an article, read some stuff today, and Iowa just blitz the kitchen sink at him. And, you know, Day said it took us a little bit to adjust. I was like, if your goal is a national championship, and I, I really believe, if Ohio State doesn't win a national championship this year, I'm going to be disappointed. I know maybe you think I'm crazy. Wow. Wow. I, I think they're that good. And um, uh, it's going to come down. Like, they got to be, be better in those games in the red zone, and they got to be better running the ball in short yardage situations. And, and those are two areas that, that was a little concerning Iowa. Second half, C.J. really got going, and he threw – I mean, he, he was on fire – uh, but, you know, there's a complaint. I know maybe it's a little nitpicking. Tell me if you think I'm nitpicking. There are times when they're dropping eight guys in coverage, you know, seven, eight guys, and, like, CJ looks out and everybody's covered, and he refuses to run. Yeah. He, the grass is there. Like, I'm not saying you got to turn into the Michael Vick. I'm saying once in a while, go get 10 yards. Is that he doesn't a, is do that- it. Is that a business decision? And I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not joking. I don't think so. That's just who he is. He did that last year. He had nothing to prove last year. Well, but I just think he. He. He just. He's always trying to the, to make the big. He's trying to throw the ball, and it's like, I. I mean, I don't like to be negative. I like the kid a lot, but like there are three or four times that if he would just chucked it down and got ten yards, you know what I mean? Like that's what I think. Like Ohio State's really good. I, I have. You know, this might sound. You might think I'm crazy here. I think I'm at more confidence. I do Knowles. think it's crazy. But I think yeah, yeah. I think Knowles. I have more confidence in Day sometimes as a play caller. Knowles' defense is, is legit. I've been studying it since the winter. It's a great scheme. I, I agree. They got to do it against Penn State. They got to do it against Michigan. But they look really good on defense. could be true. You know what though? Back up the train, second Clark. Both could be true. It's possible both is true. It's possible that that Iowa has the worst defense ever, and Ohio State's got a great defense. That is possible. Well, I know you might not believe that, but no, it's possible. It's, it, it's also possible that Ohio State hasn't played a, a competent offense yet this season. I'm just saying, if you look at last year and how bad their defense was, it was unsound defense. It was unsound, and, you know, they, they didn't fill their gaps. They had no gap control. 
It was ridiculous. They are a sound defense, and that's a step in the right direction. Anyways, so enough about Ohio State. I think Ohio they was still an impressive win, but red zone offense and got to run the ball a little better if you want to win a national championship. That's my two takeaways. So well, I'm tough. I'm tough on here, Ohio here, State. Okay. You know what? I'll talk more about Ohio State when we get to our final four because I got, I got some surprises that, you know, yeah. Well, okay. Oh, wait. Next one. TCU 38, Kansas State 28. I watch a lot of this game. They were down big. They came all the way back. Could – can TCU win a national championship? No. Absolutely. No, yeah, no. They have no shot. They're probably going to drop two two games in the in, in the big – in conference. Can they play. win to make the playoff, though? No. No. You don't think? No. Rest of schedule at West Virginia versus Texas Tech at that's, Texas. That's at a Baylor. Texas Tech is not bad. No, Texas Tech is not bad. Versus uh, Iowa State. They're going to drop two more games, in my opinion. You think they're undefeated. You think they're going to drop two games? I do. I do. When it's all said and done. Wow. Yep. And, and well, it might not be, it might be in the Big 12 championship game. It might, they might lose one, lose a big Tech. I, I think they'll lose two games this season going in the. I mean, bowl. before bowl play, they're a classic Big Twelve season. team. They're fourth in the fourth in the nation in total yards offense and 167th in defense. You can't win with a with a porous defense. Yeah, it's hard. Eventually, it catches up to you. So good win for them. I mean, Sonny Dykes has done a nice job, seven and zero. Gary Patterson had that 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 team kind of like floundering, even though he was a legend there. So good win for them. Yeah, Patterson's on that uh, Texas staff. Yeah, he is. He's a special assistant to uh, the head coach. He's going to get a job. He's got. He's got too. There's too many big jobs open that are decent. I think he gets another shot. You think? I mean, it got yeah. weird at the end with him. Yeah, but I think I think he gets another shot. It might not be the top. The top tier. Not might, might not be the Nebraska. Um, he know, got weird at the end, but, man. It just got yeah. really like it's like I could look, at, look at his last five years. Last four years, seven and six, five and seven, six and four, three and five. I mean, it just was weird. It just like really fell off. It's probably going to be whoever takes, you know, one of those big jobs. He'll replace that guy. That's you know, like let's say Campbell goes to Nebraska or takes something. He'll go to Iowa State. You know what I mean? It's going to be something. It's going to be something like that. Okay. All right. Penn State forty-five, Minnesota seventeen. Row that boat. Couldn't row that boat very well. Penn State won the whiteout. So I don't know what you could take from it other than Minnesota stinks and uh, Penn State made some plays. Clifford threw the worst interception I've ever seen in my life, then he came back and threw the ball pretty well. You know, you know it's, it's funny. Me and you love to talk about coaches because I, 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 love, I don't love that coaches get fired. They make a lot of money. They don't, it doesn't hurt my feelings um, when they do get fired because, you know, the assistant coaches, it matters a lot more because they're not making as much. But how much – how much leeway does he have in Minnesota? Row your boat. I don't know. Did you see the report came out he might go to Nebraska? I, I don't know if that's – I did not see that report. And, I mean, he had that one great year. What was that, three years ago? Yeah, he's, he's like – like, but it's Minnesota. They're never yeah. really good. I mean, I I mean look, let's go over. Do a five and seven year one, seven, six year two, 11 and two. That's the good year. That was the yep. best. The, yep. I think it was like the best year they had in like a hundred years or something. I mean, a hundred years. I think, yeah, Lou Holtz had a couple good years before he went to Notre Dame. But yeah, three and four COVID year. Nine and four though. They went nine and four. You know, like they're, <sighs> they're never as good as you think, and they're never as bad as you think. They're like, yeah. eh. they're like me. He's thirty nine and twenty six at Minnesota. That's pretty good in Minnesota. 
Yeah, but you know, I thought about that, and I know we're comparing apples and oranges, but Patino, the basketball coach, I mean, he was getting in the tournament every other year, and they they fired him for one bad year. So yeah, I thought not... that was so ridiculous. I thought that was outrageous. I couldn't believe they did that. I know. So that's what I mean. Like, eh, Lou Holtz I mean... only went six and five there. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, so... But they were bad, weren't they? Like one and eleven the year before. Oh, I don't know, bad? but yeah, I'm just saying, like, I. I... Like say there was a report that he might go. He's interested in Nebraska. And if I'm Nebraska, I don't know. If he doesn't knock my socks off. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, he brings stability. You know, he's yeah. a family man. He's got like 12 kids. Um, Row that yeah. boat in, in Nebraska. I just think it's so funny. He's got the slogan. He takes it everywhere. I know. I thought he was going to be an SEC guy, but I think he's going to stick Midwest. But, you know, Andy Staples said it best. He thinks. The problem with PJ Fleck is it's it's all about his program. So he's like, you know, he's like the corny guy. Like he thinks like like Florida would be like, what's this guy? He's fake. I mean, row the boat, get the hell out of here. We're like Midwest, he kind of fits, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Nebraska, right? He kind of fits that mold. We're like, you know what I mean? Like you imagine him and we're gonna roll this boat in Florida. They'd be like, get out of here, cornball. You yeah. know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Am I right? Yeah, no, you know yeah. They yeah. Are? They're like, like, like. Florida likes their coaches a little salty, a little edge. Yeah, right? he, he doesn't fit the SEC. That's what I mean. He, he's going to stick the Big Ten. He probably stays right there at Minnesota. I, I don't think Nebraska. I If I was a Nebraska guy, a fan, I'd be disappointed with that hire. But they went out and got him. All right, here we go. We got our guest. Brett Taylor from Roll Bama Roll is joining us. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, my name is Patrick Wider. I live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. But – I'm an Ohio State alumni. I got Chad Clark over here. My guy, he's a Notre Dame fan. So um, thanks for coming on. Let me start here. Uh, so what do you think so far with this Alabama team? I know, you know, they got the big win against Mississippi State. Um, you know, at times the Texas Texas game came back and won. Texas A&M, you know, ki- you know kind of up and down game, got the win, but then you lost to Tennessee. Do you think that they, they turn around with Mississippi State game? You know, like we've seen in the past with Saban's team, or do you think that they're, that they're going to struggle the rest of the way? It, it's been interesting to watch. I mean, you know, we had a defensive fiasco for a week against Tennessee, and then all of a sudden you shut out Mississippi State, and it's like, okay, the defense is back. And yet Bryce Young, who had probably the best game of his two-year career so far against Tennessee, which, again, man, I hate we wasted that, but – then he played pretty subpar against Mississippi State. So it's like we just can't get the two units on the same page at the same time. And it's not a consistent issue from week to week. So it was like, okay, defense and penalties were an issue against Tennessee. Fix both of those and the offense falls apart. Uh, earlier in the season against Texas, it was the defense was fine. Uh, penalties were horrible and the receivers couldn't catch a cold. So it, it just kind of seems like one after the other one, there's one issue and they fix it. And then there's another issue and they fix that. Um, do they end up putting it all together by the end of the season? I, I, I don't know. Uh, they should, they have more talent than I think we've seen since a definitely since the 2020 squad. Uh, and honestly, the defense should have been the best we've seen since probably 2016. And we're looking to be on that path until they just, drop the ball against Tennessee. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't really know what to, what to expect going forward. So how good do you think Bryce Young 
uh, has been. How would you compare him to the last couple of quarterbacks, Mac Jones, to a, um, you know, guys, you know, Jalen Hurts, you guys had quite a run of quarterbacks. How would you compare Bryce Young to them? I, I still think Bryce Young is the third best of the last four quarterbacks Alabama's wow. had. Wow. <laughs> I, run. I would take Tua and Mac Jones over him as far as complete quarterbacks Bryce for as talented as he's been as a like a creative playmaker uh some of his some of his creativity winds up hindering the offense as far as keeping it on schedule and you know Bryce likes to run around in circles a few times and then eventually make a throw and some teams have feasted on that so in, ter- in terms of overall consistency and keeping an offense going, I, I think Tua and Mac, I- I'd take both of them first. Yeah, yeah, Brent. You know, watch the watch the games this year. I've really noticed he doesn't run the ball too much either. He is he is all. I mean, and we were talking about earlier, uh, Coach and I. Uh, C.J. Stroud's kind of the same way. He doesn't really, you know, attack the defense with his legs. I mean, is is that something that is it a business decision or is it? You know, that's just the way he plays. It's the way he plays, uh, and it's to a fault, I would say. He's improved it some this year. Last year, we were all about ready to strangle him over passing up. I mean, just wide open runs. It's like, dude, you have 20 yards open field, and you're fast. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're a fast quarterback. Just run it sometimes. Uh, and he, he, he kind of goes through phases. Uh tighter games against bigger teams he's probably a little more likely to do it um but yeah there there are times when it's like dude just run it sometimes and then and then get down that's the other part go ahead coach you got another question yeah so you know i'm just curious with this alabama team you know um i know like paul feinbaum came in came off after that loss and you know he said some stuff about nick saban you know, do you, do you think there's been slippage in the program with some of the stuff Paul Feinbaum said? I don't know if I necessarily always agree with it, but, um, you know, questioning Nick Saban that maybe he lost some of his discipline from NIL and stuff. Do you do you buy in any of that or, or do you not? Well, you got to remember, every time Alabama loses a game, it is a national spectacle. Yeah, every person in the entire media across the nation is going to pile on and try to be first to figure out like, oh, this is it. This is when it's <laughs> going to fall apart. Uh, and they, you know, they ate crow over it enough times, really through the 2015, 2016 years, they've kind of backed off a little, uh, but starting to come back this year. So I, I'd hold off on crowning this as the downfall <laughs> of Saban just yet. I, I agree. I, agree. Uh, I, I will say Saban has significantly changed his approach. And really the last two, two to three years. Uh, and I, I think a lot of that actually started with running back Najee Harris, uh, who, you know, went on to be a first round draft pick. But in, in that kind of 2018, 19 timeframe, uh, Saban had to adjust his coaching to get more away from being the hard disciplinarian to being a more understanding coach with his players to get them to respond. Uh, I think a lot of fans are, are conflating that with, oh, now Alabama lost the game. This must be why. Uh, but I, I think it's a change that had to happen. And if he didn't, I mean, we're seeing coaches like that across every level of football losing effectiveness and uh, more, 
more understanding coaches gaining effectiveness. So I think Saban's making the right move there. No, like the, the biggest thing I've always respected about Saban is his, his ability to adapt, you know? Um, like if you look at, you know, you know, that this first run, right. They were, you know, a power offense. And now, you know, he brought in Lane Kiffin and he totally changed the offense to a spread based offense. And remember, he used to complain about the rules and he, he just said, all right, screw it. I'll do it. The rules. And, and, and like, that's what I've always loved about him. So I have no, I, I think that's all hogwash. I agree with you. I think that, you know, Saban is still rolling, you know, right now. And he's like, you know, and they got to still got a good recruiting, great recruiting class coming in, you know, still very talented. You know, they, they could very easily go win another national championship this year. Hey, hey, Brett, um, you know, speaking of Saban, kind of, you know, easing up a little bit, this whole Jermaine Burton thing, you know, what's, what's, what's your take on that? It's, it's, it's actually gained a lot of exposure nationally. Um, you know, any comment one way or another, is it something, you know, in Tuscaloosa that they're not really talking about where it's, you know, a lot of times it's just the national media, ESPN stuff. Uh, what's your take on, on that situation? I mean, for for what it's worth, I, I have no loyalty for Jermaine Burton. Uh, he's here. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, okay, it's a grainy video. If you know, if he hits the girl, then yeah, uh, that's that's bad. If he didn't, then okay, whatever. Uh, I I don't know. I don't really have a good comment on it. Yeah, I, my thing is everybody's like, oh, you sent him one game. He says just one game, and that just takes care of it. So, yeah, I, I honestly, I'm, I don't leave it one or another. I, I've watched the video a couple of times. It is hard to see. I'm not even really sure, you know, what's going on. But, yeah, I national news, I had to ask you about it and see what your opinion was. Yeah, and there's, yeah, no, Saban says, hey, I'm handling this internally. You, I have no idea what that entails. So I'll, I'll leave that to him. Do, do you... Um... My buddy wanted me to ask you this, friend. You know the the Paul Feinbaum. You know I love that show, honestly, and the I love the passion of college football. You know, and I always said as an Ohio State fan, Columbus Ohio State fans are nuts too. You know, there are some crazy people, and going to school there, I remember how nuts they were. January fifteenth, they're complaining about the backup running back, a uh, calling and radio shows. Anyways, you, you know, the, a lot of the radio callers come in. Do you think that the like it, it gives a good good. Uh, basis for the fan base you know I, they're so entertaining the auburn alabama fans calling in it's it, i love the passion and it's just so interesting uh you know it's hilarious and a lot of fun but i don't think it's very representative of most of the fan base uh you yeah, know especially for alabama there's a lot of fans like we have a lot of fans uh, and honestly a whole lot of them are not all that into it. It's just like, oh, I'm from the state of Alabama. We don't have a pro team. Cool. Go Crimson Tide. Uh, Auburn fans, hey, I'll go ahead and say that the percentage of crazy is a little higher with them. <laughs> I'll, I'll have fun and throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. The, hey, that program. Right, they had that, the incident with the guy with the tree, right? Was that an Auburn fan? you right. Like, uh, that one was an Alabama fan. He poisoned the Auburn oh, trees. Oh, that's an Alabama fan. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Brett, I got to ask you about um, Auburn a little bit since that's your, you know, that's the rival, that's the Iron Bowl. You know, where does their where does their program go from here? Uh, hopefully, down further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. It, it has been too many years of them being uh, relevant and piggybacking off the every three years Alabama upset to pretend they're actually a good program. <laughs> 
So it's, you know, it was like that 2011, 2012, they were bad for a couple of years. Everybody in the state was like, oh, poor Auburn. I miss when this was a big rivalry. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I I like the 50 point blowouts. Let's stick to that. Well, you're probably going to see it again this year. That's for sure. I, I need it, especially after losing to Tennessee. That's even worse. It's been man, well, 15 it straight been, years. Though, that's impressive, right? It is. It's great. The problem is now we have to reset all of our jokes. Like we have been talking about <laughs> Tennessee, never even sent an iMessage after beating Alabama <laughs> until now. Now it's like that joke's just gone and I uh, have to start over. That, I, that I, Brett, that was, that, that was a great game. I mean, that was a, I know it, you know, it didn't, it didn't end on your favor. You know, you missed the field goal at the end. What was uh, – did you guys discuss any of the play calling there towards the end, you know, with the three straight passes? I thought at, at worst the field goal attempt, you know, whether it was 50, 50 yards, 50, if they ran the ball a couple of times, you know, they really could have ran out that clock in Tennessee when they got the ball back. Did anybody – you know, did you guys discuss that at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The meltdown has been – there's been a lot. Uh, offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien is already – uh, pretty much the whipping boy for a lot of fans has been for a couple of years and for, for good reason in times, he's not been horrible, but he's not been great either. Uh, so yeah, there's been a lot of discussion. Ultimately the running back dropped the ball and what would have been a first down conversion. So you right. can't complain too much yep. about the play calling when he was open and dropped it. So yeah, there's that. He's a hell of a running back, though. He's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been awesome. It's one of those, like, just one of those games. Best player on the team just dropped one in the biggest moment. So, oh, well. So, in two weeks, you guys play uh, at LSU. You got, I mean, LSU, Alabama, that's been heck of a rivalry the last 10 years, you know, back and forth games. Um, you know, they're playing better. You know, I got a big win against Old, old, old Miss the other day. What do you expect from that game? I think how that game goes is going to determine how the rest of Alabama season goes. LSU's legit. They have, they have talent. Brian Kelly's actually putting it together. And I didn't think I'd say that I was expecting more implosion from them. Uh, And that's not happened. So I, I think if it's a convincing all around good win for Alabama, then I'm going to be very positive about this team the rest of the way. Uh, if we're back to penalties and drops, then I'm even if it's a struggle win, I, I'm going to be pretty negative on kind of the rest of the season for Alabama. Brian yeah, Kelly, I, I, Brian I, I, Kelly took that just what Brian Kelly took that the job just to beat uh, Bam and Saban. That's uh, one of his reasonings. Yeah, sure didn't go well with Notre Dame. No. Uh, <laughs> not that. not when he played Saban. No, no, that was. I I I, I love that hire, Brent. You know, I, I I just thought, you know, he's a good coach, and I thought, you know, LSU just produces. It's so easy to recruit there. They're just so loaded with talent in that state, and and I just like I feel like he's the adult in the room. You know, Coach O did a solid job, and then it got weird at the end. I just think I thought he'd do a good job, and I'm not surprised. And Jaden Daniels can come back and be uh, come back for like 18th year next year. So he probably will. And so I think that, you know, they could be good next year too. Yeah. There's something about all these uh, PhD quarterbacks that's kind of taken over football right now. Hooker is older than like six NFL quarterbacks, starting NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. He's older than a third of the NFL. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, uh, Last thing I ask you this summer was so much fun when, when, you know, I guess in the spring when it was Jimbo versus 
versus Saban. Um, is there a lot of – what do you think of the whole Jimbo Saban thing? It's kind of fun when he went back and forth. And, you know, I know NIL, Texas A&M has a lot of money, and they did benefit in the NIL helping the recruiting class. What would you think of that whole thing? Uh, it was kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, Jimbo, you're just like, dude, are, are you going to keep egging this on while Saban's sitting there? Like, just go away. Uh, so that was kind of funny to watch Jimbo frothing at the mouth for a couple of press conferences. Uh, overall, it's whatever. A&M didn't cheat. That's the way NFL or ooh, the way college is now. So that, that's just how it is. Saban likes to complain about the state of things. He's an old man. He does that a lot. <laughs> and it just happened to make Jimbo kind of mad. So whatever. Yeah, 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 you're right. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, looking forward to maybe a good rest of the season for us. Yeah, Thanks, we, 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 yeah maybe we'll have you on another time. Sure, anytime. All right, you we take appreciate care. appreciate you. Thank you. All right, bye. So, you know, definitely, you know, some interesting comments there. Yeah, know? I love it. Yeah, he's open and honest. Yeah, he wants one, he wants Auburn to stay bad. Uh, <laughs> you could, you know, uh, Sabins, get off your lawn, guy. And uh, yeah, it was, that was, uh, that was shocking. You know, said that about Bryce Young because, you know, it's funny the NFL guys, I was reading Dane Brugger. Brady Brugger said he, he loves Bryce Young. Now he's like CJ better, but he loves him. And I was watching these video cut-ups, and then they were just talking about how many play, secondary plays he makes. I think his size, out. though, Coach. I mean, he's I, only I agree the size, but I think he'll – I like him. I mean, here's the thing. He's a dude, man. He's a dude. He's a rallier. Like, Kyler Murray, like, he's little, but I don't like Kyler Murray's attitude. Like, I, Bryce Young won't be that. Oh, Bryce Young's going to be like, oh, yeah. come in like a grinder. But I agree the size is a concern. I still think he goes top five. You I know, love Bryce Young. I just like CJ better because of size. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I will say this about Kyler. He's thick. He's a thick 5'10". That's Bryce, true. That's a good Bryce point. Is, it's so, Russell Wilson was, too, when he was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Bryce, is, he's a, he, if he weighs a buck 90, I'd be shocked. I mean, he's, he's a little guy. Um, no, Brent was great. That was uh, – he, he had some great responses. It's, it's funny to kind of – you know, you can tell he's very tapped into the program, you know, from top to bottom. He knows a lot going on. And, and – uh, um, we'll see where Saban goes from here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be like I don't think so. I don't think they'll be bad. But like, imagine that if they—he's right though. And, and Ohio State's like that fan base too. It's like, you know, you lose a game and like the whole world freaks out. But like, if they, what if they would go ten and two? What if they lose to LSU and go ten and two? That's I mean, very well possible. I mean, it's LSU. possible. But like, they, they people will be questioning him and all because like we've seen this. Here's the thing about Nick Saban. We've seen them struggle, figure it out, go win an ass championship. But we also seen them dominate and go undefeated and kick everybody's butt, you know, top to down. I thought we were going to get that more this year. I thought they'd be better than this. I, you know, coming back, they had probably two, three quarterback in the NFL in college football, got two or three of the best defender in college football. And it's just, it's been a struggle. Like county sloppiness, actually, you know, they're a sloppy team. They have not played to the level that you would expect from Alabama. They still got time to go up. They beat Alabama, uh, LSU by two touchdowns. You know, they go to the SEC championship, beat Georgia. They're right there. So they still got time to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, but they I, do. They do, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's 
You would not have me calling out Saban. I, I, I've seen this dog and pony show before. before. Yeah, we've seen it before. Yeah. I just was shocked he had him third behind Tua and Mac Jones. I was shocked. Well, I mean, Mac Jones went 11. Tua went, what, third? I mean, that's, you know, Mac Jones was basically the, he was the offensive rookie of the year. So um, it's not like he's not any good. And, And Tua, you know, you know, when he's played, he's been healthy. He's been, he, you know, he's been, he's been pretty good. Yeah. Crazy. All right. That was good, man. All right. So let's go right in our top 10, my top 10. Here we go. Clark loves to nitpick me on this. I got Ohio state one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Tennessee four, Clemson five. What? Um, that's okay for this week. Uh, you know, I think it's pretty consistent where, where you've been all season, you know, Georgia has a big game with, with Florida. Obviously, yep. the you know the, the the biggest cocktail party. I'll I'll be there again this, this oh year. Oh my god, I gotta go, man. One of these days. Um, you know, Michigan. You know, they they had a bye last week, so you know they obviously didn't play. Tennessee basically had a bye. Hey, that Tennessee, game, Martin. Yeah, that yeah, game like like, like th- this week will go a long way towards it. You know, I'll tell you if Ohio State struggles a little against Penn State, I'll probably move them down. Um, but if they go out, and they or they can go the other time. way. You yeah, can't, yeah, you can't right. ban, you can't back off the bandwagon. You've been on them all season. They're not gonna like yeah. you can't be like, oh, if they struggle a little bit, you know damn well you don't you don't think they're you don't think they're gonna struggle. I told you if Tennessee beats Georgia, I'm moving them one, and that's the truth. Because that would be if Tennessee beats Georgia, that would probably be the most impressive win until Ohio State plays Michigan. So yeah. No, that, I think I think you're uh no, I think your top five or it's probably what I'd have have uh right now too i got alabama six tcu seven oregon i moved them up to eight. it's hard man oregon eight i got your oklahoma state pokes at nine i got penn state at ten mm. so it, it gets hard after four or five i tell yeah. you no and that's that's as we get later in the season that's how the, this is going to kind of play out and uh you know obviously ohio state penn state that's going to play out one way that's probably going to knock you know, I think if Penn State beats Ohio State, probably knocks Ohio State out of the Final Four. I, I hate to say it, Coach, but um, no, I agree. If, if Penn State would win, because if Penn State would beat Ohio State, uh, that would be huge for them because now they have the upper hand in the Big Ten. You know, it would be them in Michigan that they would need Ohio State to knock off Michigan. You know, yeah, I don't see Penn State beating Ohio State, but you know, I don't think so either because I just don't like. I just don't think they're they're good enough at quarterback. And, um, but like Ohio State corners have been up and down a little bit. So we'll see. I mean, like, I, I think it's, I think, you know, it, it's closer than people think, though. I, I would not be shot surprised if it's a close game. All right. What we moved on is playoff picture. So I, I do this out there. So right now, it's, you know, we all know it's October 24th, a lot of games to be played, but I'm going to do this once every three weeks. I'm going to do it every week. Once every three weeks, we'll do it. So two or three weeks. So here's my picks right now. Uh, I put Georgia one. I put Tennessee four. Now I could go Bama. I could maybe go TCU. I don't believe it. I still think Tennessee has that chance for, and then I put Ohio state two versus Clemson three. I think Georgia, Georgia will have the more impressive wins. And I think Georgia will stay one. And then Ohio state, you're going to, they're going to keep Ohio state two. And then you get a fun Ohio state Clemson matchup and then a fun rematch of Georgia, Tennessee. Now, coach, coach, I'm not, I'm gonna surprise you. Okay, go ahead. Tell me your picks. Bit. So I, I actually have right now Tennessee one. Not saying that they're the best team in the league, but I think okay, they have the wow. best. I think I think they have the best win. 
I'm going to go Georgia two, um, Clemson three, Ohio State four. Wow. Do you think Ohio State's going to lose? This is a playoff picture. This is this is something totally different. Ohio Georgia State two. Is, who you got three? I got I got Clemson three, and I I'd almost take Clemson out of there and put Michigan, um, but I got to see a little bit more from Michigan. You know, Clemson's biggest win. You know, they beat Syracuse, they beat Wake Forest. That's not doing anything for me. Could you, you know, at least you know Michigan boat race Penn State, who you have as a top ten team. So. You know, I, I look at – I really look at, you know, for the playoff picture, you got to look at who's played who, um, who's got the best win. And I think Tennessee has the best win right now with, with, with Bama. I really I do. I, I agree. And, you and, Georgia, though, with Oregon. Yeah. I, I, listen, but I'm you're not probably high, right. You're I'm probably not high right. on that Pac-12. I just think uh, they're just okay. Up. It's, it's a different style of football, you know. I got to see more from Michigan. They're, I was they're projecting of, forward. You're it, projecting right now. Yeah, I, I can't project forward based okay. off. I mean, I, I we'll see. You. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think what Tennessee versus Ohio State would be a fun game. Hooker versus Stroud. Oh my God, that'd be a track meet. It would be a track meet. Yeah. I, listen, if Michigan had even played semi decent teams those first three three games, they could they have a case to be. One or two this year, but they just they played. Oh, so Michigan badly. loses. Let's say Michigan loses um, 27-23 at Ohio State. I mean, they're going to have an argument for that four spot, but the non-conference is going to kill them. If it, they played, yeah. But if they would have played, let's let's just say they played a Notre Dame type team, and I know Notre Dame's not great, but let's just say they scheduled like play 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 Washington or somebody like that and beat them because yeah, they played Washington the year before. No, but like they just they're they're not conference was so horrible. Who okay, here's the you love scenarios. Yes. Who gets in? Who who gets in? Eleven to one Tennessee or eleven to one Michigan? It's gotta be Tennessee. I would say Tennessee because in that scenario you're talking the only loss is probably Georgia. Georgia, correct. Yep. And they beat Alabama. Um and and, and so the Ohio, best in Michigan the best, would have been Ohio yeah, State. The best win it's like you know, the interesting scenario, you know, the probably the best shot, and you tell me you think I'm crazy, the best shot for a Big Ten team to make it might be Michigan beating Ohio State. And then Ohio State sometimes gets the benefit of the doubt. And do they go, well, we put, you know, but I don't know, at home, that stuff. Oh, I don't know, Coach. I don't I don't think the rest of their schedule plays out. That's true. That. That's a fair point. I mean, I mean, that's the problem. I'm telling you, they're going to be nitpicking, you know, some of these games. When you play Arkansas State, the best, if, if Michigan wants, if Michigan loses Ohio State and they want in, here's what they need: they need Tennessee to lose to Kentucky this week, which I it could happen. I, I'm not saying. Oh I mean, I think, no, there are, Tennessee should be an upset. Absolutely. Yeah, if Tennessee loses loses to Kentucky, like here's a here's a crazy thing that all like in like I was listening to a podcast. They said everybody goes, oh, what happens this? You know, there's it never happens like that. It, Everybody gets beat. Like you said, TCU is probably going to get two losses. I agree. They're probably going to at least get one. So these scenarios are always so crazy. And then it's always like it what comes out to just like four, five, six teams. Like when Ohio State doesn't make the playoff, like I've never really gotten mad at it. I'm like, you blew it. You lost to freaking Iowa. Purdue you or Iowa. It. You lost to yeah. Purdue. Yeah. Like yeah. don't lose those games, 50, whatever. You're you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Like I, I never get mad at the playoff committee because half the time that you blew it. Yeah. So – we got a lot of games left, and it's going to be fun. The next month is going to be 
fun, so much fun. I love I college agree. football. I can't wait. So let's get to our picks. My guy, quit your job, go to Vegas. Four and two last week, my guy. Yeah, you got you got four. you got my wrong. I'm twenty nine and one, not twenty nineteen and one. So you got to get that right. What, what was I? You got you got twenty and nineteen and one. Oh. I'm actually twenty nine one. Twenty nine and twenty dash nine and one. Wow, my guy, 29 and one, and I'm 15, 14 and one. So he took last week, my guy picked, uh, we both took Clemson. We lost that one. I took UCLA. You took Oregon. Won that. We both took Oklahoma State. Won that. Uh, we both took Mississippi State. We lost that. Yeah. I took Kansas State. You took TCU. You won that. And then uh, we both hit Ohio State. So good. Yeah, that, looking back at that Clemson game, I mean, if DJ just doesn't even throw a pick six, they probably do cover that spread. But he was so bad. Yeah. The first three, two and a half quarters before they benched him. Best bet I made on Saturday, though, I live bet money line uh, with a bonus for uh, Clemson to win. So I was like, they're at home, they're down, they're going to come back and win. And so, they did. And it wasn't, it, it, yeah. it, it, it was never really in question either. Yep. All right, let's go Ohio State at Penn State. We got six games, six ones. Mm. Like you said, Adam, Ohio State at Penn State. Ohio State's fire, favored by minus 15. I'm going to pick this one first. I'm taking Penn State to cover the spread. I'm telling you, Ohio State plays grab ass with Penn State. Penn State, I don't know what it is. They always get up for Ohio State. They always play them tough. And, you know, last last year, Ohio State won 33-24. year before, 38-25. year before, 28-17. Always one possession type game. I got. I'm taking. A, I'm taking Penn State to cover the spread. Okay, I'm anti Ohio State. I, I actually like Ohio State minus 15 here. Um, I think they win by three or four touchdowns. I don't think Penn State has the firepower. It, now, if Penn State were to cover, it has to be something crazy: punt return for a touchdown, strip sack, something crazy to happen like that. They're not going to go out there and beat them just regular football. Ohio State's got. Too much firepower on the offensive side. And let's be honest, Clifford stinks. I don't care what he did against Minnesota. He stinks. Okay. All right, next one. Go ahead. Oh, I don't I don't mind calling a 26-year-old quarterback that he stinks. I don't like to say a lot of these 18, 19-year-old kids. But for him, I'll, I'll make an exception because he, he's an adult. Okay. I, I've just seen it before. There's something about Franklin. He gets his team up. They don't win very often, but they always play him tough. We'll see. Okay, Oklahoma State. I'd be happy you're right. I want to throw all these guys. Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Oklahoma State minus two at Kansas State. I'm not leaving them now. I'm taking them every week. Give me, give me, give me Okie State minus two. I'm going to take them too. I really like uh, Gundy's team. Here's the thing. Spencer Sanders has been there a while. He's another veteran quarterback. He's consistent. You know, I, I like I like what they do. You know, he he he's consistent. He runs the ball when he can. I, I I'll take them as well. This is a big big game for Kansas State, though. Too. I mean, they're going to be come out. This is a rivalry game. They're going to be coming out fired up. It's gonna it, that that'll be a good football game to watch. Yes. Okay. Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee's favorite minus thirteen. Kentucky's not that bad with team. No. You're up. You go first. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kentucky. I just think that they'll keep it close. I wouldn't surprise Kentucky if if uh, Tennessee wins, but I just got this feeling Kentucky's gonna keep it close. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually like Kentucky here too. I hate to go with you, but uh, you know, you know, Stoops is a defensive guy. You know, you got to think he's got some sort of a game plan. And Kentucky's offense is not not terrible. They got to run the football. I think that's the only way you're going to be able to beat Tennessee is you run the football, you keep that offensive offense off the field, you play ball control. That's how somebody's going to beat them. You are not going to beat Tennessee by a shootout. You're just not going to do it. Okay, Michigan State. I have them 11th in my rankings. Uh, at Michigan, 20 and a half. I'm surprised that high. Now I know Michigan's good, but Tucker's beat them two. You know, Tucker's two and zero against Harbaugh. In the first year, they weren't very good, and they beat Michigan, and they weren't very good either. Go ahead. What do you say? Give me Michigan State. It's a rivalry game. Dang it. You read my mind. Me too. They're going to keep it close. They get off for this game. Yes. Clark and Wider take uh, – yes, I agree. I, I agree. I just think that they keep it close. I think Michigan wins, but they, they, they keep it close. You know? The problem is if they, if they get down, Michigan State, if they get down, they can't score. So if Michigan comes out, goes up fourteen nothing, it could be, it could be, it could get ugly. Yeah, it could be this. Now, I know we're saying it's a rivalry game, but it also could be forty nine nothing Michigan. That, that's how that's how bad Michigan State it's either is. Closer or, uh, or Michigan blows them out. Exactly. There's like no in between. You know, it's yeah, not going to be like it's not going to be like thirty one seventeen, or you know, it's going to be like it's going to be like twenty to seventeen or forty nine nothing. It's, there's no there. It's just what's gonna happen. Okay. No Dame. Give me the I, give me the Irish plus three and a half. You don't even have to go through your scenario here. My goodness, if we can't freaking, if we can't freaking be three and a half dogs to Syracuse, what what's going on? I'm Tim taking Brown, Indy. Tim Brown's not walking through that door at Syracuse. Come on, I'm taking Indy too. Donovan McNabb is not the quarterback. Hey, the game you're going to. Man, I'm so jealous. Uh, Coach, I don't even think that's the right line. I think it's 22 and a half. Oh, I might, maybe I missed it. Hang on, give me a second. My bad. Uh, you, got, you got 15. 22 and a half. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. Okay, 22 and a half. Oh, I got this. I'll take it me Florida. Florida's going to keep it close. 22 and a half is a lot. I think give Florida me. keeps it close. I give take Florida. Give what? me Georgia. I th- wow. It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like thirty-one to three. Wow, they've been playing a little better, don't you think? No, I think they're I think they're pretty terrible. Florida's awful. They stink. Oh, they did lose to LSU. I mean, it, and it wasn't even that close. I mean, they were up. You know, you you keep thinking, oh yeah, you look at the final score, but LSU and Florida or LSU and uh, Tennessee, they were down three scores with like five minutes to go in the game. And they score late. They make it a two-possession game. And then Tennessee, they actually scored twice in the last five minutes to make it a one-score game. Um, yeah, it's it's ugly. All right. There we go. We'll see. You're always right with these picks, so. Yeah. Hey, I always I told you last week, one of these weeks I'm going to go 0-4, 0-5. Now we're picking six games. I'm going to go 0-6, and I'll be right back to 500. Yeah, I got you. It's going to be a fun weekend, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, watching Ohio State, Penn State. I always get up for that game because I live in Pennsylvania, you know. 
Who are you watching? Um, I'll be over my father-in-law. He likes to watch it. And uh, he's my father-in-law is interesting. He's a Maryland grad, but he kind of roots for Penn State. But in that game, he, he doesn't really care because he knows how much the Buckeyes mean for me. So um what's your it, what's your score? What's your prediction? You didn't give me a score. What's your score for the Penn State Ohio State game? Come on, uh, this is like the big this is like the big game Ohio State plays every year. So um I think it's like you know, Ohio State like I think like 34, uh, like 23, and they, they play him tough. Franklin gets these boys up. Like, you know, he's only – Franklin's only been blown out like once in this game. He always plays his boys up for it. I don't know what to tell you. You know, like if you look at the scores, you know, it's 33-24, 38-25, 28-17, 27-26. And then back-to-back years – Ohio State won by one point, 39-38 and 27-26, and then they lost 24-21 and 16. So, like, they get up for this game. That new kickoff is so ridiculous, Coach. I love it. I don't want the you love the new – you like the new kickoff? I mean, I like the night games. I do. But uh, to go to Penn State, I like the new kickoff as a, as a biased fan because the atmosphere won't be as electric. Like, it just yeah. won't be. Like, when they're night game, like, they're wide out. Like, you could put their Penn State wide out up there with anybody atmosphere in college football. It gets legit atmosphere. And I'm an Ohio State fan, and their whiteout is way better than anything Ohio State does. Like, the horseshoes, like, the acoustics, the fans, they're kind of fickle fans. Like, it's not as great at the shoe. I love the shoe, but it's not as great. So you could put their their whiteout, but I always like the needle of the Penn State fans because they, like, they have a 500 record in whiteout games. But they're usually playing Ohio State or Michigan. That's why. So I'm happy it's a new in games. So you have to deal with all the, the, the craziest of the fans, but um, no, I don't like the noon games because my kids drive me nuts when I'm trying to watch it. I like the night games so I can concentrate and watch the game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? I hope Penn State. I hope Penn State wins forty-two to nothing, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, last time Penn State beat them, uh, beat Ohio State sixteen. Oh my God, you should have seen the stuff I got at work. People act like it was a Super Bowl. I was like, oh, congrats, you beat us. Congrats. Okay. Wow, they they benched Daniel Jones. Wow. Going to he Zappy? Did. He he threw a bad pick. Wow! I can't believe he went to Zappy. That Zappy isn't bad. Wow! Damn, Belichick does not play around. Anyway, that was a horrible pick by Mac. Um. Anyways, so yeah, uh, I'm excited. Ohio State. You know, I love, I love the, like this is a good weekend. The big co- biggest cocktail party, I you know, I, I hope Florida can hang in there. I'm rooting for Florida to keep it close. That's a good game. That's just a solid game. The atmosphere is going to be unreal. Kentucky-Tennessee is a good game. You know, Michigan-Michigan State, you never know. Michigan State can hang in there. You know, Kentucky-Tennessee, you know, there's a lot of good games. So I'm excited. Yes to all the above. And, and, and second week in a row, I don't have a lot going on. I had three weekends in a row. It was like nuts. We're going here we're going like, I have nothing really going on this weekend. Last weekend, I didn't have anything going on either. So I can watch a lot of college football and just enjoy life. So that's going to be fun. Roger right. that, Coach. Yep. Hey, we need to talk about your boy Jimbo, man. Yeah, we'll, 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 let's, put, let's put that down for next week. Oh, that's this week. <laughs> oh, man. Let's, 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 let's open up with, uh, with, with Texas A&M next okay. week. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. We really appreciate it. We're having a blast doing this, um, and it's going to get exciting coming down. Oh, a couple weeks we're going to have the playoff, playoff coming out, so we can start talking about that as well.
Yep. And then we got awesome. early signing period in December. That's not that far away. We're going to have to get a recruiting guy. I'm going to try to get my guy, uh, Ari Wasserman from the athletic on. I got him on last year. I, you know, I, think, I would think our guest, Brent Key, he did a great job uh, breaking down uh, Alabama. Definitely a, a super fan. So that was awesome um, hearing him say that. So thanks so much for listening and uh, take care, guys, and enjoy the games and go, Bucks.